Chapter 36 The Crown As I was lying in my deathbed, the Divine Mother came back into her human form and gazed into my eyes when I saw the truth. The Holiest Mother would never abort her child. This goddess was the ultimate woman, the pinnacle of motherhood, and the supreme queen who cared more for her children than anything else. Creation was her greatest gift, and it was clear she would not abandon her own child, even if I were the size of a mustard seed. Waiting on top of the bones and ashes, I knew this mountaintop would be the end. A haze of darkness began to sparkle when I noticed the starlight twinkling far off in the distance. The angels of the awakened army began to descend around the mother, and each of them held the light of our soul within the cavern of their hearts. These were the protectors of life. Pray for me, mother. There is nothing else I ask. To serve you was a dream, and to die in your arms means that I am already home. She held me, but I could not even hold her back. My arms were gone, my legs missing, and all I seemed to have left was the precious jewel in the cavern of my heart that my Divine Mother had given to me so long ago. Take the jewel back. It's of no use to me. How can I protect the light like this after all that has happened to me? The Father emerged out of the darkness. The panther entered into the circle of the seven swords when his green eyes found mine. There he stood over the eighth sword lying beside me. How could you abandon her? How could you forsake me? The mother held me tight, but my anger would not cease. I had freed the father from his cage of suffering. I had united him with his kingdom, but it was the mother who had led me to him. Without her grace, the father would still be trapped. An innermost desperate moment, when we needed the Father more than anything, he was nowhere to be found. I am not your enemy, said the Father, but you dared to desert the Mother and I in the time of need? If you are not my enemy, then who are you? I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. My divine cover has watched over you all along, and I have laid the foundation from which we will begin again. Together we protect her temple, we are warriors of the sacred flame. For within the hearts of all creatures is the essence of our soul that makes all of us one and the same, said the father. The panther began to purr, but I did not understand. It seemed as if he was not worried, but I was dying in the mother's arms. And how could I forgive him? How could I call this panther my father when he left the mother and I to die? And so the panther continued. It is through life's greatest tests that my warriors are revealed. Do not be afraid, my child. It is through dying that we are healed. You have realized my last great teaching, as you have given up everything to protect the mother's soul. It is you who are worthy of liberation. It is because of your bravery that the universe remains whole. Through the action of your courage, let it be known that my child is not afraid. You were willing to sacrifice your own body for under no evil can my child be swayed. You are precious and rare. God's glory has been reclaimed. Today I offer up my crown so that you will forever carry our flame. Raising me up among the angels, the mother held me while the panther took a beaded mala off around his neck. Holding the sacred beads up before the awakened army, the panther began to pray. Hear me, all creatures. 
I declare this boy the king of earthly land. Only the one who has endured this much suffering can properly care for all the plants, animals, women, and man. He will lead with love and kindness as he looks after all life's creatures. He will protect the mother's sacred vow and listen to all his high teachers. For this boy is the sovereign ruler and within his heart rests God's sacred temple. His limbs will grow everywhere through earth's wilderness and he will be known as Forrest the Gentle. Tears began to well up under my father's eyes when he lowered the mystical mala over my head. Although this mala appeared to be simple seeds, it was a portal, and the moment it passed over my eyes, everything changed. The dragon's lair of bones and ash was merely an illusion all along, for all the despair disappeared when I saw that I was seated upon the high throne atop the mother's sacred fortress. Looking out upon the greatest beings to have ever lived, the father laid the beads over my ears so that the necklace rested on the bridge of my nose as the sacred beads hung under my eyes. The awakened warrior should keep the truth in view. Through bravery and compassion, all souls everywhere bow to you, said the father. There I was, seated atop the high throne with the mother and father beside me, while all the angels and saints were scattered on the steps of this sacred temple, looking out upon the mystical palace. I saw that this holy land was split in four directions as far as the eye could see. Glimmering diamonds, precious stones, and sacred objects were waiting everywhere around us while ancient trees grew high over us. But there was one thing that seemed to be out of place. Between the father and the mother, there waited one lifeless black cat. The father and the mother rose up together before she spoke. Ready for your cat. She had a peculiar smile on her face that I didn't understand. The father began to chuckle, and now all the angels and saints began to dance and celebrate as the mother raised the black cat high. Praise be to my child. He is my most sacred son. Be it nine lives or a million, he will shine as bright as the eternal sun. Together the father and the mother raised the body of the mysterious black cat and draped it over my soul. Angels came forth with a mirror and held it in front of me when I saw the impossible take shape. They had given me the gift of life, and now my soul was housed in the form of a black cat. You were created in my image. You have honored me in every way through the taming of your own mind. The brain is like a wild beast, and hurting a panther is not an easy task, for I am unknown to those who claim to know me, and I am known to those who claim to know me not, said the panther. Looking into the mirror, I too was covered in black fur, with a tail, just like my father. I was given new arms, legs, whiskers, and claws just like my father's. Then there was something peculiar and odd, for at the top of my head, above my ears, stunning ivy seemed to be sprouting out from within. Looking down upon the steps of the sacred temple, I could see that all the angels, saints, and warriors had taken the form of mighty felines as well. Pumas, tigers, leopards, lynx, cheetahs, jaguars, and cats of all sizes and sorts had various flowers, lotuses, and plants blooming out from the top of their fur. But how? One of the feline angels came forth and spoke. They tried to bury all of us, but they didn't know we were seeds. Gazing out, each grand cat held the mark of an awakened bodhisattva, while the seeds planted in the cavern of their heart 
had come to bloom, sprouting out from the crown of our heads. Long ago, in the cavern of the heart, you and I planted seeds of love and bravery. Every seed must be planted in darkness. It is the place where all seeds are sowed, and through the journey into the darkness, we are all called to grow," said the mother. But I don't understand. You were trapped, I told the father. I was trapped within you. You were called to go inward to find me, as I was trapped within your own self. The first step to find me was your inspiration. By searching for the panther, you felt that things were not wholesome and something was lacking. That feeling of loss produces pain, a yearning and longing for whatever will make the situation right. In this darkness, you discover the ego's attempt to create an ideal environment is unsatisfactory. That is when you are lost in the darkness. The mother came to rest beside me, and her form had transformed into a loving lioness, the all-providing empress, who had found union with the panther, while a beautiful arrangement of butterflies flew out from cocoons nestled along her crown. And so the father continued. The second step was discovering my footprints. By seeking the source, you found the possibility of transcending your pain. This is the perfection of the Four Noble Truths. You found that the pain results from the conflicts created by ego, and you discovered the footprints that led you to my cage, which are heavy masks of ego in the play of all events. You were inspired by unmistakable and logical conclusions, rather than by blind faith, and you found that you were your own teacher by trusting your intuition. This is when the first flame arose. It was the moment you found me locked in the cage. The panther pressed his head against me and began to purr louder. The third step was perceiving the panther, and you were startled when you first saw me. But then, because there is no longer any mystery, you wondered if I was really there. The yellow of my eyes was the veil between us before you accepted the notion of non-duality. You began to open up to me, and you were generous. You saw that there was another way to deal with your projections. You sought to help me, and that is joy within itself. This is the first spiritual level of attainment. Many angels began to climb up the steps of the mighty temple as the pride of cats came to meet me. We were all seated beside the mother and father when I realized that all these angels were created in the image of my father and mother. We were all one family, and they too had tamed their minds, just as the father was explaining. The fourth step was catching the panther. Seeing a glimpse of me, you find that generosity and discipline are not enough in dealing with your own projections, because you have yet to completely transcend your own aggression. You must join the arrow of intellect with a bow of skillful means. Rising beyond anything that promotes ego, you embrace the simplicity of seeing things as they are. The principle of the bow and arrow allowed you to embrace the nature of wakefulness to arise from your slumber. This was the moment my cage broke open when you cried out to all that is. Still, I was not yet tamed, for on this path, the complete commitment of compassion is required, which demands a further development of patience and energy," said the panther. Many of the feline angels were lying on the top of the temple beside me, while hundreds of other cats made their way to the palace from the four kingdoms in all directions. The fifth step was when you tamed the panther. This symbolizes controlling one's mind, and with the precision of meditative panoramic awareness and the sharp whip of transcendental knowledge, you were able to tame me when my eyes turned green. 
as the yellow symbolizes the dominance of the will, strength, and personal power, you opened your heart to me with compassion, and so my eyes turned green like the goddess deep within the cavern of the heart, said the panther. My father was truly kind. Now I began to see how he was calling from within me to realize his divine power all along. This time it was happening within the mind, and just like the light that arose from Brother Fire's flames, it was all a result of my own mental patterns to create a pathway through this journey. The sixth step was riding the panther home. Illuminated by the light of the heart's pentacle, we journeyed through the emptiness where I revealed the truth. There was no longer any question of searching. Looking through the third eye, your mind obeyed the master and found creative activity. This is a breakthrough to the state of enlightenment, when the energetic union binds us with the goddess, which was the reason you discovered me. Without her, we wouldn't be together, and even in the depths of all emptiness, you realized there was nothing else you needed but union. I could see where he was going, and soon I began to picture the moment when we arrived back at his cage, the moment I let go of him. The seventh step was when you transcended the panther. To transcend the mind, you had to realize that even the joy and color I brought into your life becomes irrelevant. This is when you lost me completely, after you brought me back to the cage and let go. You had to learn to totally abandon the ambition to manipulate any situation on your own, said the panther. My father looked directly into my eyes. My form was almost identical to his. We were both black cats. But I was not he. Rather, his soul was within me. I could still sense the crown of the mystical mala he placed below my eyes. Now I could see the truth in every moment. The eighth step was transcending both the panther and your own self. This is the absence of both striving and non-striving. To surrender and go with the way as it appears. It is the naked and bare image of the primordial principle of Brother Fire. This entrance into the truth is the perfection of non-watching. This is where the actual awakening aspect begins, where you became one with the charnel ground, the space of bones, ash, and debris, where the existence of Brother Fire re-emerged. Once you entered into the cage of my suffering, you began to shine so brilliantly that you transcended all darkness, said the panther. My father was he, and my mother was she. Together I was their child, born from the most sacred magic through the holiest union. The ninth step was reaching the source. Once you navigated space and openness, after you conquered the total absence of fear, the play of wisdom is a natural process. The source of the energy that need not be sought was already there. You became rich rather than being enriched by something. And this was the moment Brother Fire began to flourish and transmute the ashes into our holy temple. The warmth of this space was based on your activity of compassion, and so the vibrations and communication became creative. The fire represents your source of being an inexhaustible treasury of the body of truth, and you too were transformed into the body of its joy. There are no blurry visions as you entered into the flame, leaving behind everything that isn't pure. This is when you found the divine altar, with all its precious gems, diamonds, and threads of creation. In seeing this phenomenal universe, the experience is very direct, definite, and clear. There was a great pause while all the eyes of my awakened ancestors were fixated upon me, 
Now the Empress, the great tigress with the flame between her eyes, rose and began to rub her whiskers against my face. A tear fell from her eye as if this was a great and final goodbye. The tenth step is entry back into the world. Your journey has reached a fully awakened state of being. Your actions are like the moon reflecting in a hundred bowls of water. The moon has no desire to reflect, but that is its true nature. This state requires us to deal with the earth in its ultimate simplicity. You have transcended following anyone's example. Here you destroy whatever needs to be destroyed, you subdue whatever needs to be subdued, and you care for whatever needs your care. Standing tall on the inner temple, the panther and the tigress brought me in front of the altar when all the angels began to pray. And so the father spoke, Here is my child, champion of the highest aim. It is he who transcended suffering to realize that nirvana and samsara are one and the same. Pain and pleasure are but two poles of the same experience, to which he found God in mind. Realizing that God is in consciousness, he traversed the seven wheels where his energy became aligned. He holds the scepter of all power. My son embodies loving awareness. It is him who understands that the journey is the goal, and he is an example of absolute fairness. Balancing heaven and hell, he accepted the mother's sacred vow. Surpassing the tests of the awakened bodhisattvas, he lives in the space called here and now. Defender of light, protector of our soul, it is through my child's courage that the disillusioned minds have a chance to remember their whole. By his own sacrifices, along the journey within, my child has found fierce grace and now his next adventure begins. At that moment, two lotuses began to bloom out from the center of my soul and stand atop the wild ivy along my crown. It was finished. Then my mother spoke. It seems lost souls have forgotten that we were always one for all. If they judge us while we stumble, then let us keep rising every time we fall. Deep down in the shadows, trapped in the depths of the mind, seeds were planted where love begins to align. Remember the truth cannot hide. This is the wisdom of no escape. Before any flower can bloom, a journey must take shape. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, the mystery is still unknown because out of the emptiness, a lotus has grown. The mother took a moment of silence to raise her paw to my head for a final blessing. You are safe, you are protected. For in God's kingdom, not a single soul is ever rejected. And just like that, I began to feel very sleepy. The mother tapped the center of my forehead three times, right in the space between my eyes. Now the mother and the father laid next to me while all the other angels and saints crept close as we huddled together to rest on top of the temple. Ease came into my heart when my eyes closed. All I could see was darkness, and within the emptiness was the spaciousness for loving awareness. Forgive me, Father. I did not understand how it all is, I whispered. I am proud to call you my child. You will always find me in the stillness. I will never abandon you said the panther named Forgiveness. Dreaming in the emptiness, resting within all form, a vision came upon me with a message through symbols which started to transform. 
First, I saw the five aspects of every person's personality. These were the heaps, collections, and baggage from which we all are attached and cling to. They are form of our material image, sensations or feelings, perceptions, mental activity, and consciousness. Once I realized all five, I could see through each aspect where they appeared to be empty within. Then I heard the panther's voice speak. The Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, thus I have heard. Once the Blessed One was dwelling in a cave at Vulture Peak Mountain together with a great gathering of the community of monks and a great gathering of the community of Bodhisattvas. At that time the Blessed One entered the blissful absorption known as Samadhi that expresses the truth called profound illumination. And at the same time the Noble Father of compassion, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva. While practicing the profound perfection of transcendent wisdom saw in this way, he saw the five aspects of every person's personality to be empty in nature. Then through the compassion of the Bodhisattva, I spoke to the noble father of compassion, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva. How should a son or daughter of noble family trained who wishes to practice the profound perfection of transcendent wisdom addressed in this way the noble father of compassion the great bodhisattva spoke to all Oh my child, a son or daughter of a noble family who wishes to practice the profound perfection of transcendental wisdom should see in this way, seeing the five aspects of personality to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness is also form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus my child, all wisdoms are emptiness. There are no characteristics, there is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore my child, in emptiness there is no form. No feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no wisdoms, no I dot to up to the mind dot to, no dot to of wisdom, no mind consciousness dot to, no ignorance, no end of ignorance up to, no old age and death, no end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, my child, since the bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of perfection of transcendent wisdom. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete freedom. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of perfection of transcendent wisdom fully awaken to to unsurpassable true complete enlightenment. Therefore the great mantra of perfection of transcendent wisdom, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, 
the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth, since there is no deception, the perfection of transcendent wisdom mantra is said in this way. Om Gatte Gatte Pada Gatte Pada Sam Gatte Bodhisvaha Thus my child, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound perfection of transcendent wisdom. Then the Blessed One arose from the blissful absorption known as Samadhi and praised the Father of Compassion, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound perfection of transcendent wisdom. Wisdom, just as you have taught, and all the great awakened ones will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, the Venerable Child and Father of Compassion, the Great Bodhisattva, the whole assembly and the world with its great beings, humans, departed spirits, and celestial beings, rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. I could hear a bell ringing, and after a moment, a cloaked creature descended down upon me. This was a great being who had the head of an opossum, and now it began lowering his cloak over me. Setting me in a canoe, I knew there was never anything to fear, for this creature was a psychopomp, a guardian of souls, a great ferryman, and a seer. Then he took hold of my soul and tended to my flame. He transported me into a new world before he spoke and said, Good morning, Jane.